All righty. Welcome back to the program. Dr. Leisto with, with, with us on Gesundheit with Jacobus. Carla, good morning to you. Uh, thanks for joining us. What is your name? How can we help you, please? Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Um, my primary question was answered, um, why I called was already answered, whether or not there's research being done as to whether or not cancer is a virus, kind of like, you know how people assume right. that uh, like certain cancers are hereditary, like breast cancer or uterine cancer. Could it like possibly be that in birth or whatever, it lays dormant, like herpes zoster or, or HIV you can get, and it lays dormant, and then at some point it... Um, it comes out. comes out. Yes. And... Um, because when I was a young nurse, I used to think that, and I used to pretend I was getting immunities when I was taking care of people who had cancer. Yeah. And um, also, w- would that go along, you know how, um, if you come down with certain kinds of cancer when you're young, as opposed to when you're older, it's uh, much more aggressive, would that fit in with cancer being a virus, where, because uh, it, uh, viruses could will be more aggressive in your body? younger than older like cancer. so you want to know if it is kind of a genetic uh, thing uh, or and if it is not uh, genetic but viral well viral, and, and but it's actually pa- how it like runs through families it seems like mm-hmm. wildfire too dr Stowe, what was what's your answer about that there is uh two things that uh, we we know about cancer uh and that is if the environmental toxins are strong enough, they can induce the cancer process as well, and we'll, we'll call them, you know, carcinogens. My, my personal belief is that most cancers are triggered by some type of virus. Now, you also have to then have uh, something that is suppressing um, your immune system because your immune system also has an innate ability to destroy cancer cells. Mm-hmm. So I believe cancer cells are created in the human body uh, nearly every day. Right. And But your immune system patrols the body, and when it sees it, it uh, destroys it. Mm-hmm. But what can happen is you can have high periods of stress, for example, in which your immune system is suppressed. The, the immune system doesn't mountain adequate response yes <clears throat> and hence the tumor mass or the cancer cells the colony of cancer cells are able to establish a a base in mm-hmm. the body mm-hmm. and then they become a living um, mass all by themselves at that point in time it's too late to address just the viral part because now you've established the cancer process, the cells have mutated, the cells themselves have become their own living microorganism. Now you have to do something to attack the cancer cells that have established themselves. That is the best time in the world to administer what we call an autologous cancer vaccine, and that's where you get samples of the cancer cells or uh, antigens that are circulating in the blood and get dumped into the urine that represent the cell membrane wall of the cancer cell. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. But you, you come up with a vaccine that can target the immune system onto the cancer cells because that step is now missing in the person. Uh, and a lot of times that's what uh, uh, cancer vaccines do. They simply are targeting the immune system onto the cancer cell. Now, if you have a weakened immune system because of the accumulation of environmental toxins and the primary effect on the human body of environmental toxins is to increase the level of free radicals inside the body. Right. Free radicals are normally handled by your antioxidants mm -hmm. in the body. Mm -hmm. But if you accumulate enough toxins, the toxins overwhelm your antioxidant cascade. And so you have to detoxify the body to lower the production of free radicals so that you can restore immune function okay. to its proper levels. You see, the body cannot heal in the presence of chronic inflammation. So you have to get rid of the chronic inflammation. And the most effective way to get rid of chronic inflammation is to detoxify the body. Mm. But this is one of the biggest problems with chemotherapy. It's not that the chemotherapy drugs don't attack the cancer cells. They do. But chemotherapeutic drugs are also toxic to the human body, to healthy cells, because they increase the presence of free radicals. So detoxification is actually critical even after chemotherapy if you're going to restore the body's ability to heal itself. Okay. Most people suffer from chemotherapy from the side effects and the after effects. Yes. So even though they may, it may have killed a lot of cancer, the body is still so toxic that it can't heal. And cancer is a process that you have to heal from. You know, and I, so yeah. this is, um, so yes, viruses play a role in cancer, but once you have cancer, you have to get total handle on the cancer process, which means detoxifying the body, uh, getting rid of the underlying uh, pathogens, improving your nutritional status so that the body has the right raw ingredients so it can heal, mm -hmm. getting rid of the stress factors in your life because that's what lowers your immune response, uh, dealing with the emotional traumas. We have found with the vast majority of our cancer patients that you can trace their history and two years before they were diagnosed with cancer, then they had some type of severe emotional trauma in their life that so lowered their immune system that the cancer then exploded. Before that, the cancer was being held in check by their immune system. And so cancer takes off. Um, and, you know, once, and if it, and cancer can be broken down into aggressive forms of cancer and sort of slow-growing cancers. Yes. The, uh, in fact, there's a lot of studies now that have been done and the results published that early detection of cancer is not having any effect whatsoever on whether people survive or not. Because what's really happening is if you detect a cancer that's slow-growing, it's not going to have much effect on your body anyway. 
and there aren't too many, and any therapy will work. Why is that? Because you're able, you mean any therapy will work or none of the therapies will work? Uh, all the therapies work. Because like it's the, so slow growing. It's so slow growing. So surgery is your best option in that. Just get rid of it with a surgical procedure, which is where therapy always starts. And so surgery is accomplishing 95% of the job. Mm-hmm. And then they give you chemotherapy as a palliative treatment to try to get rid of whatever might be around. But here's what really happens. Most people, once they're diagnosed with cancer, start to make all of the lifestyle changes. <laughs> yes. And so the surgery gets rid of the cancer. The lifestyle changes get rid of the cancer process. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And so if it's a slow-growing cancer that's not going to have much effect on the body, you have time to adjust your lifestyle and improve your immune system and get it back under control. Mm-hmm. The surgery removes the bulk of the cancer so the immune system doesn't have so much cancer to fight. Okay. And so uh, that's why I say if it happens to be a slow-growing cancer, all of the conventional therapies are going to work. And uh, and if you detect it early enough before it has metastasized, that's the best time, you know, to, to get rid of it. Yes. But... Um, you can detect a slow-growing cancer at just about any stage, whether it's early or not. I mean, early because we detection, all have it. We all yeah. have them. Yes. I mean, early detection is just—it may have been there for 15 years. Yes. You think you detected it early. <laughs> yes. When in, when in fact you haven't. All you've done is detected it. But, well, the and the the, the the not a big problem that we have, and we have a couple of callers waiting. But one of the issues that we have is the 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 devastating news that the doctor will tell you you have cancer, and number two, you only have about five or six months to live. Correct. I mean, that becomes that, a self fulfilling prophecy. Unbelievable. And and to me, uh, in a way, people want honesty, but um, what that does to the psyche is uh, unbelievable and i think a lot of people have died excel have died quicker because it's almost like in their mind and says well i'm not going to survive so what am i going to do about it right and um if you detect an aggressive cancer yes it doesn't matter whether you got it early or late there aren't any therapies i see well so, unless you come to you yeah and so a lot of emphasis has been on you know early detection and that has led to a statistical improvement, in, and so it's kind of deceptive because we think there's been an improvement in the therapy because more people are surviving. Most people with a slow-growing cancer would have survived a long time anyway. Yes. But if you have an aggressive cancer, we need to put the focus on coming up with better therapies. Yes. And and so we've gotten very good at detecting cancer, but not very good at treating cancer. Great point. But Th- because we detected earlier, the five-year survival rates have gone up because you don't know you're surviving cancer until it's detected. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And so five-year sometimes- and ten-year survival rates have yes. been going up because we're detecting it earlier 
But that doesn't mean we're any better at treating cancer. No, it just means we're better at detecting cancer. That is right. That's a great point. And I uh, I went to a lecture in town uh, with a physician who actually explained as how this works. And we can talk about it a little bit later. But we have a couple callers on hold. One person has been on for about 10, 15 minutes. Caller, are you still with us? I certainly am, Jacobus. Well, this is Jana. Hello, Jana. Good morning. Thanks for holding on. I am loving your show. I appreciate it. Do you have a piece of paper and a writing instrument? Because I have four things I'd like Dr. Stowe to address. All right. First one is SEAC-T. SEAC, okay. Second one is colloidal silver. Silver, okay. Next one is Bob Beck's silver pulser and Bob Beck's magnetic pulser. Silver pulser? What is? How do you spell that, pulser? Silver pulser, P-U-L-S-E-R. It also makes colloidal silver. It also is supposed to cleanse the blood. Mm-hmm. It does two functions. Okay. And the last one he makes is the magnetic pulser, okay. which is supposed to go in and clear the lymph system. Okay. So, Dr. Stowe, are all these things, uh, do you know of all of these things? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, good. We... Well, then I'll get off and let you talk, because th- these are the ones I wanted to have some info on. All right. Okay. Thank you, Jana. Thanks, Jacobus. You betcha. Bye-bye. Well, ASEAC-T. Oh, ASEAC-T is a, a, a great uh, immune support product. Yes. And there have been people that have gotten tremendous effects from ASEAC-T. And it's a, a, a biological response modifier. Mm-hmm. And, and so it does become part of, you know, we... We recommend versions of that, uh, you know, type of uh, activity. Biological response modifiers are a big part of comprehensive immune therapy. I never recommend people, though, depend solely on that. Okay. If they can afford to do combinations of therapy. So it's, it's kind of like sometimes people's ability to finance their care determines what therapies they have to choose from. That's a good point. I and do that, know I do know people who like uh, who take ASEACT on a regular basis, a daily basis, because they really feel more energy, uh, even though they're not sick. Uh, but they just do it as a pre- as a preventative. Correct. That's because it's uh, loaded with uh, phytonutrients that help neutralize free radical pathology. Okay. So once you can get a handle on free radical pathology, uh, you'll feel better mm-hmm. and your immune system will work better. And so that's why sometimes with certain people, you know, that's enough, uh, you know, to get the job done. Yes. But with a lot of people, it's one part, it's one step. So mm-hmm. we, we do believe that SEACT is a, uh, a good product. Uh, it is certainly something people, you know, can feel safe and comfortable with and to look into. Yes. Um, I would not recommend it as a standalone product, for example, um, if you're a cancer patient. Okay. There are some other things that I would add, you know, add to that, and that's what we do at the foundation, and that's what we do at the clinic in San Diego, mm-hmm. is teach you how to add those things in. Mm-hmm. Uh, colloidal silver um, is a, a well-known, it's probably the most powerful antibacterial compound, natural antibacterial compound that you can take. Um, at, at, at the clinic, uh, we recommend a form of colloidal silver called sovereign silver. Yeah, that's what I carry at the store. 
yes, that it comes highly recommended. Yes. Um, I know of Dr. Becker's uh, work, and we obviously use things like pulse magnetic fields to uh, help detoxify the body, but we also use, um, you know, at the clinic we use more aggressive forms of that type of technology, but certainly if the effect is to improve your lymphatic drainage, uh, uh, Becker's pulse magnetic therapy uh, can, can help you do that. And getting active lymph drainage going is critical to detoxifying the body. So we also use things like far infrared saunas at the clinic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, and a far infrared sauna combined with something like a pulse magnetic field, um, you know, can really help lymph activity. So the, the answer to the question is yes. Uh, the type of things that she's talking about are, are, are very, you know, beneficial and, yeah. and can certainly be safely and effectively uh, used at home as uh, methods to improve your health status. Um, well, we have but to run. If, you, if we... you've got an active chronic illness going on, it depends on what stage that you're at. <laughs> we got it. We got to run, Dr. Stowe, folks. We'll be right back after the news.